Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word My for you. My Father in the Lord, Apostle Vincent, he sent it as a love letter for 2024. I think this is a sermon that breaks the yoke of bondage over our lives. Listen, if you can hear the silence and the loudness of this word, you will realize there is no need to consult any witch doctor. I was reading an article yesterday. Somehow I was going through some articles and, 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 and also very intellectual conversations I was listening to. I, I, think I got a bit excited and posted some of them, but I realized I'm not, I'm not in that space. But this is the key. This is the key I want to direct to you. You see, the, the education system, as you know it, has taught you to memorize more than to do. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say to someone, if you did half of the things that are in your memory, you'd be very far. Oh, yes. So we even become we even become the same when we read the word of God. That we memorize things and not do them. And we come next year and we say, Oh Bishop, I know this word. So we are asking. So don't use this word for memory. Make it practical. Make sure that you are practicing this word. So that this year, 2024, 2024, may not end how it started. Oh yes. Oh yes. Let each and every month be a month of growth and manifest blessings of the Lord in your life. Oh, I have to be, be, be careful. Hey, we are, we are, we are. Ah, my goodness. We'll be reading from the book of Isaiah. Chapter 1, verse 19. Chapter 1, verse 19. Please remember, we are catering on Valentine's Day, Saturday. There will be food. Uh, so please, uh, we, our leaders already, we are contributing something. Uh, and we are short a couple. Yeah, we are short for contributing. Yeah, so... We want you to also, we're going to release some pledges for Saturday. Yes, we'll be releasing those pledges for Saturday. So we'll be asking that those 
to pledge something above like a hundred rand or so. Or two hundred or two thousand. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. Oh well. I'm, me, I'm a person of faith. I know if you guys can build four churches in one place and build their office, uh, miracles are bound to happen. So please, the good of the land. You may have your seats. Let's give them a hand. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, if you are willing and you are obedient. I want to preach a sermon today about sacrifice your lifestyle in 2024. Sacrifice is the medium of exchange. You must understand that unless you sacrifice, there is no gain without any pain. If you find someone who has no pain resiliency, if you find someone who cannot sacrifice and lose something, you will find a person who will be in the same place for the rest of their life. Everything that you want, every great thing that you want, is hidden in the secret of sacrifice. The book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say Thoughts of peace and not evil. To give you life, future, and a hope. You see, let 2024 be a year of sacrifice for you. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, it says if you are willing and obedient, so there is an exchange for the goodness of the land. Yes, so before you eat the goodness of the land, you need to sacrifice your own will and become obedient. If you are willing and obedient, how can you say it? Your humility to be obedient in fulfilling your vows. Praying. Tithes. Giving your offerings faithfully. Attending prayer. Fasting. Are part of your sacrifices. The book of Psalm 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken spirit and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Commit to a life of salvation. Soul winning. And saving souls. And discipleship, sorry. 
What will you give in exchange for God's will over your life? What is it that you are willing to sacrifice so that God's will may come to your life? You are a product of the sacrifice you have made today. And if you want to remain the same, refuse to sacrifice. If you want to remain where you are, we cannot be in a new place doing the old things. There must be a new sacrifice. You see, even for your salvation, there was a great exchange. The book of John chapter 15 verse 13. John chapter 15 verse 8. It says, greater love has no man than this. To lay down his life for a friend. So you are my friend. If you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I called you friends. For all things that I heard of the father I have made known to you. You did not choose me but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit that your fruit should remain and whatever you ask of my father he may give you so the, the exchange for whatever you ask of my father you see most of us we read the Lord whatever you ask of my father he may give you but you forget what is the cause what creates this ability it is when you obey yes he says you are my friends because you do whatever I say your obedience is the key to answer prayers Daniel moved and said, I will not defile myself with the food of the, of the king's palace. You must imagine the house of the king is not even like my house. Well, the fridge sometimes is empty. Oh yes, but the king's palace, there's all kinds of food at any time. But Daniel says, for me, I will not defile myself with the house, with the food of the king's palace. That is why power was afforded him. That's why power was released to him. Because he refused to eat what others are eating. He refused to do what others are doing. It, it looks like when others are doing what they are doing, there is no consequence. There is no repercussions. But if you are in search for the power of God, but if you are in search for greater things in God, you will know that you need to sacrifice the pleasures that others are enjoying, the joy that others are enjoying. What is your sacrifice to the Lord this year? What is your sacrifice to the Lord this year? Yeah. You see, sacrifice is not giving what you want to give. But it is giving what is needed through the conviction of the Holy Spirit. 
You don't choose what to sacrifice. The Holy Spirit convicts you on what to sacrifice. The book of Psalm 50, chapter 5, it says, Gather my saints together to me. Those who have a covenant have made me that have made with me. Those who have made a covenant with me. You see, you need to move from minimal commitment. Giving what's acceptable. Going to church when it's convenient. Going to church when the weather is right. And and the TV, nothing is praying right. It's what we call minimal sacrifice. You are giving what can be given. Yeah, this is the commitment that is minimal. But you must go to the commitment that is sacrificial. That when it is even inconvenient, even when it is uncomfortable, my sacrifices are offered to you, O God. My sacrifices are over to you, O God. You see, the Bible says, gather my saints together. Those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Are you the kind of saint that has made a covenant with God by sacrifice? Or are you the one who has come and just said, minimal, as much as I can do, as little, just as much as I can do. But there are those who have made a covenant with God by sacrifice. Those who have lost something to walk with God. Those who are losing things because they are walking with God. Oh, you must move from a level where you are just, just enough is not enough anymore. You need to upgrade from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Listen, until you move, nothing around you will move. Until you upgrade, nothing around you will upgrade. The blessing of the Lord is sure in your life when you start to move. What is it that you are doing to attract the attention of God? The Bible says in Isaiah 18, one He says, Come now and let us reason together. Say of the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet. They shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Moses moved God. And God said, there is a place by me. The same way Daniel in Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 moved God. And he said, I shall not be defiled by the food of the temple. The house of the, the house of the king will not defile me. But Daniel purpose in his heart that he will never defile himself. Oh, am I talking to somebody here today? I want to declare this year that there shall be no barrenness that will not move in the name of Jesus. Amen. There shall be no emptiness that shall not move in the name of Jesus. That 2024 you will bring fruit in the name of Jesus. I want to declare to somebody this year that even though they had barrenness and had not produced anything in 2023, and even though your labor was in tears in 2023, in 2024 we are breaking the spirit of barrenness in the name of Jesus. 
We are breaking the spirit of barrenness in the name of Jesus. Our sacrifice will talk to the Lord in the name of Jesus. We will not live an empty life in the name of Jesus. We shall live a fulfilled life in the name of Jesus. I declare it now in the name. Oh, I'm talking to the wrong church today. I declare that you will experience a blessing like never before this year. As your sacrifice are laid before the altar. As your fasting and prayers are laid before the altar. Fruit will come out of your life in the name of Jesus. Let us sit down. Let us sit down. You will be blessed at the likeness of your sacrifice. Hannah fought barrenness through a pledge. And a dangerous vow. How will you fight barrenness? What is your fight against financial barrenness? Another, another statement my wife said, he said, oh, someone has produced children, but it's as if they are not there. Oh, yes, they, all the children are barren. They are fruitless. What will you sacrifice? to fight the curse of barrenness over your life. The book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 9. I'm about to finish. It says, So Hannah rose after that day. And he has finished eating or drinking in Shiloh. Now early the priest was sitting on the seat at the doorstep of the tabernacle. And she was in bitterness of soul. And prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. And then she made a vow and said, If, O Lord of hosts, you will indeed look on the affliction of your maid servants and remember me. And not forget your maid servant. But it will give your maid servant your, your, your maid servant a male child. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And no razor shall come upon his head. I want to ask you. How frustrated are you with your barrenness? How frustrated are you with your inability to produce? You see, you can look at the level of sacrifice of Hannah. You can look at her level of giving and devotion. You can look at her, pl at her pledge to God. You can look at a vow to God. You can realize she had reached a desperate place. Maybe it's time you stop joking about being barren. 
Maybe it's time you start taking it serious that your life has nothing that it has produced. You see, until you face that reality, you will never realize how desperate you need to break through. Yesterday I had some pastors visit the church. They said, oh, Bishop. Every year you are building. Every year you are doing something new. Oh, I said this is this is the sign of fruitfulness. Because you see, if you have not realized, it could be the same tree. It can be the same tree. Oh, But every year it bears fruit. Oh yes, what you are seeing is the grace of not being barren. Oh yes. The ground we are we are in, the altar that we are in. It's not barren. Oh yes. It's not barren. It can take someone who's jobless and give him a job. Oh yes. It can take someone with a background where there was no degree and give them only a degree. Oh, because the altar is not barren. The Jehovah we serve is not barren. The anointing in this house is not barren. But but it's maybe it's time. You stop joking about your barrenness. Make it a light issue. And start to be like Hannah. Who said, I'm now sick and tired. Of going to counseling. Of why you are not barren. How to cope with barrenness. How to live with barrenness. How to survive barrenness. How to live a life and still be barren. How to survive without being having fruits. She says, I'm sick and tired of people telling me you are still normal despite you being barren. But I need fruits. I need something to come out of my life. I don't need counseling about how to live barren. I need fruit out of my life. I need something tangible to come out of my life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Probably the husband was very supportive. Oh, and he says, I thank you for being supportive, but I don't need support. I need fruit. This year we shall wait on the Lord for fruit. Yeah, we will wait. Our waiting on God will be God. You have promised us something. 
the word declares upon us we are waiting on the Lord our prayer and fasting oh. it is us waiting for God to move uh, it's us waiting we are saying God this is not it oh this is not the end of our story we offer our sacrifice because we have faith the book of Isaiah chapter 40 29 Isaiah chapter 40 verse 29 says he gives power to the weak and those who have no strength might he increases their strength even the youth shall fail and faint they will faint and be weary the young shall utterly fall but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. May the Lord give you grace this year. 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 Listen. I said this 10 years ago. And I said, oh, I am sacrificing now. Oh, when I didn't even have a cow or a wife or a child. I was in this church. I was saying it. And I said, when I get blessed, you must shut up. You are seeing my sufferings. You are seeing my tears. You are seeing my poverty. And you are seeing my offerings. Oh, let me tell it to you today. You are seeing my sufferings. You are seeing my poverty. You are seeing my struggles. Can I please tell you this today? When the Lord starts to bless me, and you are seeing what I'm trying to do for God, my little attempts for God, oh, you must never talk. You must never talk. Because we are putting our sacrifices on the altar of God. We are trusting God for the supernatural. I, I, I gave someone a challenge. I said, give me, a, give me your son five years and look at his friends the same five years and let's talk about it and let's see who's better how much the Lord can transform somebody's life God's anointing is in this place he's calling you to a place of sacrifice he's calling you to a place of dying he's calling you to a place of selflessness what you don't realize is calling you to a place of being blessed a place of seeing the grace and the anointing of God this year as we wait upon the Lord let us be seated
I am finished. With eyes closed and heads bowed. Please share with others, share the pod on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest news, you can follow Bishop Blessing Libebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Libebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.